Good morning, good morning, good morning. How are you this morning? I pray that you have had a good week this week. The last month or so that we have heard Brother Kevin talk about how to endure walking through dark times. There is no way that you and I are going to be able to walk through this life and not have to go through some kind of dark time in our lives. This morning I'm going to share with you some things that I've never shared before. It's going to be some things that uh, just bear with me through it. But I'm going to share with you some things that of examples that has took place in my life that being able to walk through dark times, how I was able to endure, just like what Kevin had talked to us the last month or so, of how we're to endure dark times and how we're to get through dark times. And one of the greatest things, that I, best things that I know to do is to use myself as an example this morning of how I, what I did and how I found myself when walking through these dark times, how do we get through it? And now my dark times is just like many of yours. Listen, my, I'm no different than you. But one of the things that have crossed my mind so much over the last two years, I've had people to come to me and says, man, you are so strong in your faith. And let me tell you something. It may be appear to be strong on the outside, but on the inside, what it has brought me and what it has taught me on how much I need my Jesus. How much I need my Jesus because on the outside, I may appear to be a man that's strong, that can endure a lot and can go through a lot. But on the inside, I'm just as weak and as low down as I've ever been before and know that hey, I cannot do this. I cannot do this without my Jesus. My Jesus is the only way that I'm able to stand before you today and share with you the things that has took place in my life the last two years. I could not do it without Him. Could not do it without Him. February of 2020, talked to a dear friend of mine. Two hours. Two hours, brothers and sisters. It's been snowing, and he said, Kirby, you've been out? Because he knows I'm not a homebody. He said, Kirby, you've been out? And I said, no, Heath, I ain't been out. I said, lo and behold, the only thing I've done, brother, is went out and dumped the ice out of the, the dog's buckets and give them fresh water because it was, it was snow on the ground. It was probably about 18, 19 degrees outside. Two hours later, two hours later, I get a phone call that Heath has just fell over dead with a heart attack. Two hours. Listen, if I'd have known that was the last time that I was going to talk to him, I promise you I wouldn't have talked to him about the dogs. I would have let that man know just how much I loved him and how much I appreciated him because that was a conversation that I never got to have with Heath. And Heath was one of my best friends. We talked about hunting. We talked about everything. Gun, shooting. We talked about a lot of different things. But I never got to tell him just how much I appreciated our friendship. 
that how much I appreciated when he would see me riding, uh, working dogs out in the yard and he would just stop and he'd sit on a bucket and just sit there and watch and just talk. We talked about everything. Never got to share with him just how much he meant to me. And I said from this day forth, hey, if you mean something to me, I'm going to let you know just how much you do mean to me. Because that become a reality to me that tomorrow's not promised to me. Tomorrow's not promised to me. And though I must have to walk through these dark times, one of the things that kept me going, even though I've done it, is because I knew that light overcome darkness. That it was still important for me to be a shining light in a dark world. And even if my world is dark, even if I feel like there's no end to it, there's no light at the end of the tunnel, listen, for me to get through it, it means for me to be that light to get through it. I couldn't do it without my Jesus. My Jesus is the only way to be able to do something. That was in February. We went through... And lo and behold, about November, a year later, 2021, had a pheasant shoot in honor and memory of Heath. Had, we had a good time. And me and a dear brother of mine sat down on a, on a picnic table. And I shared with him. I said, Brother Nick, Man, this is something that I never want to take for granted. Because I called him Slick. Slick, this is something I never want to take for granted. I said, man, I want you to know our friendship, I'm proud to call you my friend. I'm proud to have you as my brother in Christ. Because let me tell you something. And me and him have had that conversation many a times. We've had that conversation many a times. And we knew how we felt about each other. We, we knew that we had a love for each other that was untamed. But did I know, little did I know a week later, my brother would be put in a hospital a week later and never get to see him again. You know? Just dark times that we walk through, it ain't easy, brothers and sisters. There's nothing easy about it. But listen, the only way, really reason I'm able to stand before you today is because my Jesus picks me up and He holds me and makes me strong when I'm my weakness. When I am my weakness, He becomes, makes me strong. It has nothing to do with me. It has nothing to do with me. It has all to do about my Jesus. And if you think Jesus is just something, brothers and sisters, let me tell you, you got it wrong. Because Jesus is somebody. Jesus is somebody. I know that personally. Six weeks later, after Brother Nick passes away, six weeks later, my wife is laying in the bed and sick, and we end up having to take her to the hospital. And then they put her on our helicopter and they fly her to North Alabama, and I get down there, and she's struggling breathing. Struggle breathing. 
And me and my wife have had this conversation many a times that she did not want to be put on a ventilator. Did not want to be put on a ventilator. And the doctor comes in and says, we got to do something. We got to do something. that She cannot continue to breathe like that right there. We're going to, you, you got to make a decision. We need to put her on a ventilator. And I said, you know, she don't want to be put on a ventilator. And he says, well, we're going to have to do something because she's not going to make it if you don't. And let me tell you something. I found myself in a predicament that I didn't know what to do. But the only thing that I did, I know, God, I do not want to make a phone call at 11 o'clock at night to my wife's people and let them know that she passed away. So I tell the doctor, go ahead and put her on a vent later. I go outside to my vehicle and I call Rachel and Carrie who was at the house and I call them and I let them know what I've done. Not knowing what. And then when I come back in, they put her on a vent and they say, we're going to send her upstairs. You can't see her till 10 o'clock in the morning. You can only see her from uh, 10 to 12. So I said, okay. So I walk back out to my truck knowing that this is probably going to be just probably the last time. That when I walked out of that room before, this last time, that she was going to look back at me and tell me that she loved me. And I knew that I had to get home to my kids because I had to explain to my kids what just happened. And I got on my way home my sister had called me and she talked to me on the phone from all the way from Florence Hospital to, to Pigeon Roost Road, just about. And I said, God, there's no way that I can walk into this house. There's no way that I can walk into this house and stand before my kids and explain to them what just took place without you. God, there's no way that I can do that. God, you're going to have to hold me up because that was the hardest thing that I've ever had to face before in my life is to walk in to my kids and tell them that I don't know what tomorrow holds. I don't know what tomorrow holds. But listen, God's got us this far. He'll continue to get us through. For two weeks, brothers and sisters, I walked into a hospital room to get an update. And pretty much the update was pretty much the same thing every single time. We're waiting on this. This needs to happen. We're waiting on this. And I would come back out to Michelle's mom and dad and the girls, and I would stand before them and I'd give them an update. This is the hardest thing I've ever had to do before in my life. One of the darkest times of my life that I've ever went through. But listen, my God, my Jesus picked me up and allowed me to be able to do that day after day for two solid weeks. When you have to make that old faithful, that, that real fearful and, and fretful decision that you got to make, it's not easy. It's not easy. But listen, my God is a God. It's not a fear. 
And even know that I had to walk through some of the darkest times of my life. Listen, I had to be a light. I had to be a light. That's exactly what God has called you to do. In your darkest times, even though that you may walk through these darkest times, you still got to be a light. About a month ago, got the phone call. Hey, we're taking Mama to the hospital. I think she's had another stroke. Was getting ready to lay down and on a Saturday night to get ready for church on Sunday morning. So we get up and we put our clothes on and we take off to Columbia. Katie and Daddy was back there in the room with us and Daddy had come out. All of a sudden, my sister comes walking out to me and I seen this look on her face that I knew wasn't good. I know you wasn't good. And she takes this picture and she shows me this picture on her phone and this brain bleed has done covered about half of her brain that was in this picture. And they began to tell us what it was and what to do. And They said, uh, Bubba, you want to go in and see her? I said, sure. So me and Katie go in and I could see the fear in Katie's eyes when I walked in this room. And I could see a woman looking back at me that wanted to tell me something but couldn't. Couldn't speak. I didn't know what to say. Didn't know what to do. But I looked at her and I said, Mama, everything's going to be okay. She nodded her head. And Katie, her tears began to roll down Katie's face. And I said, Mama, you want me to pray for you? And she said, please. One of the greatest things that I've ever heard before in my life. Please. I didn't know what else to do. But I grabbed her by her hand and I began to pray. And I just said, God, here I am again in one of the darkest times of my life holding the hand of another one that I love. Lord, I don't know what tomorrow holds, but God, I trust You. Jesus, You've done this for us once. You'll do it for us again. And I'm proud to say that listen, my mama set us back here today just as good, maybe a little slower, maybe a little slower. But my God, my Jesus made her well. Listen, even though we have to walk through dark times, and many of you have walked through just as dark at times, or not as dark, or even darker than what I've walked through. Listen, if you don't know my Jesus, you'll never make it. You'll never make it. Because I can stand before you today. Many people think, oh, Kirby's strong in faith. Kirby's strong in faith. Kirby's tough. Man, he's had to endure a lot. No, what I found out is just how weak I really truly am and how much I need my Jesus. Because without my Jesus, listen, I'd have quit 
and turned and went the other way. I'd have took my light and I would have smashed it out and I'd have turned and I'd have come walked right where I come back from. But listen, my Jesus didn't call me to be a quitter. My Jesus didn't call me to be dark. My Jesus called me to be a light into a dark world. If even though I walk by the shadow of death, death, I shall fear no evil. I shall fear no evil. How I've been able to get through it is only by my Jesus. There's a song that I've heard many, many times and it's called Who You Are to Me. And I began to think a lot about who are you to me? God, Jesus, who are you to me? Because listen, you are many things to me. And I went through the Bible and I found many things of what Jesus is to me. And I'm not going to read, give you the Scripture. If you want to know the Scripture of them, see me and I'll get you a copy. Because every one of these that I'm going to call out to you has Scripture to them. It has Scripture to them. But who are you to me? Jesus is my man of sorrow. He's my everlasting Father. He's my Prince of Peace. He's the wonderful Counselor. He's the branch. He's a rose of Sharon. He's my Redeemer. He is my Emmanuel. He is my servant. He's the Holy One. He's a carpenter. He's a, a Messiah. He's a dayspring. He's the Word. He's the Lamb of God. He's the resurrection and the life. He's the door. He's the I Am. He's the only begotten Son. He's living water. He's the bread of life. He's the true vine. He's our teacher. He's the good shepherd. He's the light of the world. He's the Son of Man. He's the King of Jews. He's the way, the truth, and the life. He's our judge. He's the rock. He's the amen. He's the head of the church. He's the chief cornerstone. He's the image of the invisible God. He's the beloved. He's the Lord of lords. He's our mediator. He's the author and finisher of our faith. He's the anchor. He's my savior. He's my advocate. He's my high priest. He's the shepherd and bishop of my souls. He's the almighty, the line of the tribe of Judah. He's the king of kings. He's a true and faithful witness. He's the Alpha and the Omega. And He's a bright morning star. Listen, if you don't know my Jesus, today is the day that I would give, do nothing more to let you and share with you who my Jesus is and how you can have my Jesus. Because listen, there's no way that you're going to be able to endure and there's no way that you're going to be able to walk through dark times without my Jesus. Because what will happen is you won't make it. You won't make it. You'll give up and you'll quit. It'll be too hard for you. But with my Jesus, let me tell you something, brother. No matter how hard it is, listen, you'll just find out how strong He really truly is. That when you find yourself walking through dark times, and let me tell you something, you will walk through these dark times.
you will walk through dark times. And there are many of you that sit here today that have walked through darker times than what I have. And I have literally seen Jesus in each and every one of you. And I want to encourage you to continue on. Because listen, in the darkness, you may be the only light that other people see. Continue to be that light. Continue to be that light. Continue to be that that shining light and glorify Jesus. Because without Jesus, I can promise you, brothers and sisters, I would not be able to stand before you today if it wasn't for my Jesus. Because I was a man that lived my life for myself. I done what I wanted to do, when I wanted to do it, how I wanted to do it, and I didn't care if I had to use you for a footstool to get to where I wanted to be. But my Jesus, He showed me, Kirby. See, I was fortunate enough that my Jesus just took away all of my possessions to make me find Him. He didn't take away those that I loved to call me to fall down to Him. He took away everything that I had. Took away all of my possessions away from me for me to be able to say, hey Kirby, when you ain't got nothing else, you got, why don't you turn and follow me? Took away everything I had except for what I needed. And that's how I come to find Jesus and how much I need Him and how much I appreciate Him and how much I love Him. Because I was a man that didn't live for Him. I done what I wanted to do, how I wanted to do it, when I wanted to do it, and I didn't care about nobody else but myself. But my Jesus, listen, if He'll change my life, if He will save me from a devil's hell, trust me, He'll save you. He loves you just as much as He loves me. Because I am no special person, no more special than you are. Because even though I was an enemy of God, He still loved me. And listen, if you're an enemy of God, He still loves you too. And if you don't know my Jesus, today would be the day that I would love to share with you and introduce you to my Jesus.